This episode is sponsored by Linrow Knitting and Crochet and knitithookitcrafted.com. Welcome to episode 8 of the Crochet Circle podcast and this episode is called I'm Still Standing. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> Hello there. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. We have a lot of our usual features this time. We have yay crochet or nay crochet. We have a new feature called Yarn Clubs, which is coming second because Faye has a little package that she's desperate to open. Yes. <laughs> it's untampered, it hasn't been messed with. It was at the bottom pretty much of our running order for today and I booted up to the top. <laughs> we have a book review of Three From The Top by John Grace and Kat Golden of The Crochet Project and that review is done by one of our listeners called Helen. We also have a roundup and a little review of Yarndale where Faye and I both exhibited last, last weekend. weekend. So we're just about recovered from that. We have our usual finished objects. We have our works in progress, feeding the habit, rabbit, rabbit, <laughs> which includes a little review on Faye's workshop that she ran a couple of well, it seems like such a long time yeah, ago, it was, it but was it was the beginning of the month, yeah. yeah. So um, we're going to have a little chat about that as well. We're just going to have an update about our joint book, which we took to Yarndale with us, and looking forward to what's good. Yeah. Yeah. We've got quite a lot to talk about in this episode, and so you might find that some of the normal reviews are dropped just because there's been so much going on. Yeah. But one of the things I did want to say is last time we said we would um, give little shout-outs, some random number generated shout-outs. So yep. I've picked three. We've got Holly Nett, who is Holly, and she's part of our um, Ravelry group. We've also got Mrs Crew, as in Crew, C-R-E-W-E. So I'm, oh, I'm wondering, wondering does she live in Crew? Yeah. If so, hello, hello. Even if not, hello, Mrs Crew. Um, and we've got Sunflowers55, who is Charlene. So hello to you. You're hello. our... Um, random numbers from within the <laughs> Ravelry group and also the person who has got the closest birthday so this will be going out on the 7th of October which means that yesterday it was Patty J's birthday happy birthday happy birthday Patty J oh, and she is called Patty yeah I yeah. checked on um, I checked on the information it's quite good when people put the name on because yeah. sometimes you can't guess the name from the Ravelry name so it's quite nice if we can actually check and know yeah. what the real name is so That's good. happy birthday so we'll start off a, is it an A crochet or a yay crochet? It is a yay for me because um, I had a previous nay, which was the lack of crochet stands at, um, at yarn festivals. Mm -hmm. And I'm really pleased to say one of the things that we did in the lead up to Yarndale, which is quite a large event that just happened last weekend, um, was we pulled together all of the crochet related stands and put them on a map so that visitors had a really nice succinct map showing all the stall numbers and they could go straight to those stands and know that there would be some level of crochet content um, there for them. And I think by the time I'd finished pulling that together, there were about 20 stands. It's quite a lot, crochet. Yeah. It's way more than there have mm. been in, at other yarn festivals I've been to this year. So we did say, when I gave my knee last time about Woolfest, I did say I suspect it would be slightly different from Yarddale. But actually my crochet yay is that there were more and the number of people that were responding to crochet and talking about crochet and wearing crocheted garments was really awesome. Yeah. So pleased yeah. with it. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people that came to visit us at Yondale, I know we're going to talk about Yondale later, but just quickly to say, most people could actually crochet. Now, whether yeah. they picked us out purposely and came because they did crochet and they knew that we crochet, yeah. I have no idea. I don't really think that was the case. I think they were just literally walking past. And it was nice to hear that most people could actually crochet. It was literally yeah. a handful of people who said, oh, I don't crochet. Yeah. And wandered off because we had crochet things so it was great actually. It was, yeah it was really nice yeah. to see positive and beautiful stuff as well not not what some people yeah. would term as crochet stuff yeah. and therefore be a bit snobbish about it it's yeah. really lovely stuff. Yeah and also a lot of people um, were quite positive about the little map that you did Faye. Yeah. They said thank you very much um, I shall yeah. print it off and take but, it with yeah, me. Yeah, people so. have printed it and brought it yeah. with them and were diligently going round yeah. all of the stands that we pointed out for them. Yeah, so, so that was great. Yeah, it was really good. So it's a yay crochet from me as well. Just about a, a, very, a very similar thing is the love of crochet yeah. in general, which um, I gained, I gathered that from the people at Yarndale that came and talked to us that they just love crochet. Um, and they were really pleased that we had some nice crocheted yeah. things on our stall um, our, our book projects in the main yeah. were getting a great response um, and also I've just started another batch of Learn to Crochet classes at Sandbatch Adult Education which is local to me in Cheshire and I have 12 ladies oh. which normally I do have a cap on 10 yeah but it's been taken over by a new company who run all okay. the after-school activities yeah. and they now run the adult education programme. So they hadn't, didn't seem to have any information about my classes really other than they'd asked me to provide a list of what we did each week. Yeah. But they'd said, oh, we didn't realise you had a cap on 10. So it was That's quite... great to get to 12. It was great. I'm not, I'm not kind of not complaining in one way. It just makes it a little bit difficult yeah. because people tend to have to wait for me to get round. Yeah. But now we're in the third week, actually. It's not too bad because everybody's getting more into it. So most of the ladies out of the 12, I think there are maybe three who've crocheted before okay. and everyone else just hadn't crocheted but really really wanted to yeah. learn so yeah i've had lots of nice happy ladies who can Brilliant. at least crochet the basics we did uh, basic stitches the first week we did little flowers the second week which everybody loved and last week we did granny squares yeah so, brilliant yeah I, I can't believe it really i yeah. was really pleased so yeah Yay for crochet. So moving on, Faye, to your little package that you desperately waited to open. Russell, Russell, can Russell, you just uh, confirm? So this arrived at the beginning of September and this is a yarn club that I have subscribed to. And um, I think I said in the last podcast, I really love this yarn dye. They're called Life in the Long Grass and they're um, based out of Ireland. And I've thought long and hard about doing a yarn club because it is quite a large commitment mm. financially to sign up to it. And you don't know what you're going to get. And I opened up a thread on Ravelry and one of the comments that I was getting back was, um, I like to be able to squidge the yarn before I buy it, but I kind of already have squidged Life in the Long Grass yarn okay. and I know it's just lovely. So, so I don't have, have any issues. Where does, is it sold in outlets as well in yes yarn, it is yarn yeah, quite, um, okay. a few and I think I saw it in 
I might be wrong, don't quote me. It was, but it was when I did. I was in London or saw one of the orange shops. And I think it might have been met with attitude. Mm-hmm. But like I say, don't quote me on that. And so I just um, signed up to it under the pretense that it was for part <laughs> of a review <laughs> and therefore work. Um, but I, I just wanted to be able to engage, like, gauge the excitement of having a lovely parcel come through the post and I haven't got a clue what's in here. Like I say, it arrived at the very beginning. Well, the date stamp is... The date stamp doesn't give a date, so it's not a date stamp. <laughs> I think um, it... It was the very beginning of it September. It was, because you'd ordered it at the last podcast, hadn't you? And it hadn't arrived, yeah. so... But I think it came... It was, it was a couple of days after. But for those of you who haven't you signed up to a yarn club or not quite sure what they are, generally what it is, it's, it's kind of special dyed yarns. Yeah. Either dyed from, say, some, some clubs, there will be an image, say, like a sunset or a field of flowers yeah. and the yarn dyer will use something like a picture an image or a building even and maybe dye up some some yarn and then you receive so you'll pay a subscription you can sometimes just do a single month sometimes you do three months sometimes yeah. you can do a year i think there are quite a lot of options on the different yarn clubs yeah. aren't there really and then in the post you will receive your yarn and quite a lot of the clubs add extra little yeah. bits into the box so you might get some hand wash uh, wool wash or just random stitch things. markers yeah. all sorts of stuff yeah. but what you tend to find is if somebody's doing a yarn club then that colourway is specific to the club so you can't yeah. then go and get it another time so you've got that um, you're, you're driving the exclusivity yeah. of it and yeah. I think that's part of the reason that a lot of people have got favourite yarn dyers and go down the yarn club route um, and then you also have other types of club like um, blanket clubs or box clubs. Mm-hmm. So I think what we'll do is pull together a list of all the ones that we know of and then every month I will show what I've got. Because yeah. I'm doing another one next yeah. next week. Okay. I'm not going to wait 24 days. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. You guys have had it. This is your one and only time of me doing a surprise opening on the podcast. Um, because it's been calling to me I, I yeah. got it it stayed downstairs for a couple of days and then I put it up in the stash well, palace I'm surprised it, yeah, it, it is definitely it's hasn't opened. been opened the seal I'm has not amazed. been tampered with we have no sellotape evidence <gasps> I am pretty good <laughs> at open parcels <laughs> brilliant so should we just do it should we do it now oh, I, I haven't heard of this company until you mentioned it actually so they do I will speckles. look into it I like speckles yeah <laughs> My heart is actually racing. So this is what it feels like to have something. It's in plastic. I have no idea what the colours are. Oh. Oh. Let me see. Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, that is lovely. (laughs) So this is an autumn club. So it has got autumnal colours, I would say, of... Can you hear the excitement in my voice? Blackberries going into oranges. Let's break this puppy open. And I, I doubled up on the club because... Um, whilst it would have been fine to get one skein actually if I really truly loved 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 um, what I had then my feeling was that one skein wouldn't be enough this has a lot of my favourite colours in so like the really deep sort of tealy blue it's more of a blue than a teal but the the lovely sort of purpley colours and the mustardy absolutely lovely it's really nice 
I love it. I'd love to be able to dye yarn that looked like that. I'd be in heaven. Yeah, that's my that's my end game. <laughs> so what I went for was the fine sock, which is seventy five percent superwash merino and twenty five percent nylon. And I'm not usually a massive fan of superwash merino, but actually having touched theirs I'm okay with it so mm. double check that mm-hmm. out as well and uh, yeah I I love it my big concern was that it would be something that was going to be really pinky yeah. and it's not because yeah. the pink is going into kind of like I said real bramble colours love it don't know what this is going to be and the other thing which I'm particularly pleased about is that they have now also started doing semi-solids which will match in with some of the other stuff so i think what i'm going to do is be restrained get all of my three months worth of clubs and then assess what i can make with it and and maybe pick up some semi-solids to go with it as well that sounds like a good idea i think it's a really good idea for hand dyers to produce the semi-solids in conjunction with the the speckles or the um the other yarns that they produce because often you do want that contrast yeah. and so you might have to go you might want to use this with a contrast you'd have to go to another company wouldn't you yeah a solid color whereas i know that they whereas, can do it on the same base yeah and everything yeah, will match up it's likely to match up isn't it it's lovely oh, i love it oh it's really and nice fair, that. this is enough so these two skeins yeah. could make me uh another liana top if i wanted yeah. to so that's why i doubled up because yeah, whilst idea. i can do a shawl with one skein actually uh, I've got so many shawls and I've got loads in the pipeline and as you'll see later in feeding the habit rabbit <laughs> I've got some more yeah. um, but I, the real reason for doubling up is I figured I could probably make a few lightweight garments out yeah. of them so well worth it so that cost me um, for the doubling up it was 120 euros which I think it was about 100 pounds for three um, months. For three months. So I'll get six skeins out of that. And you've doubled up. And I've so. doubled up. And I cannot wait to see what arrives next week. And whether it will mix. That See, this is the other thing that I don't understand is whether within the autumnal club, the three could be mixed together. Mm. So I just mm. I It'd be just interesting to see if they're completely different as yes. well. Whether, they, you know, they'll just be something way different that you couldn't mix together maybe. Yeah. I will add photos yeah. into the uh, into the. Can't notes. wait to see what you make with that face. Yeah, but it's yeah. going to be at least three months before mm-hmm. something pops out because I really want to pull them all together. Yeah. So gut reaction: Is it worth doing a yarn club if you like certainty? I I very much like certainty, and I've loved having this here and knowing that I've got something amazing to open. It's nice. It's very nice. Now what Lynn doesn't know is because she didn't get her yarn club in time. I've got something else for her. Oh, how exciting. So this is early birthday present. (laughs) You have to close your eyes and you get to choose one. Right, Um, okay. Eyes are closed, Faye. You get to choose which one you want. So I'm reaching out. Go for it. Left or right, what should Either you do? Either way, just open your eyes and have a look and you get to that choose one. which one you want. No, you can look at okay. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so oh, last last wow. podcast, we gave away um, a really beautiful bag from Rachel K. Gifts and it was um, an appliqued one. And the person that named our sheep... I didn't bring Eunice in. I better go and get Eunice, actually. Mm-hmm. No. Eunice needs to be in on the podcast action. Oh, so we had a little felted sheep, and it was nameless, and we ran a, um, a little competition on Twitter and Instagram, and on Ravelry as well. And whoever 
uh, named the sheep, got Rachel's project bag and it was beautiful and both you and I admired it. So I got her to specially make some up, but... Well, I did buy... I really, really liked it. When I saw it, I thought, wow, that's amazing. But I couldn't really justify just buying more things. I have spent quite a lot of money lately and I need to rein it in. So what I did was I did want to buy one. So I bought one for a friend. So I kind of had the pleasure of buying it and getting it in the post and opening it and having a look at it. So I got all of that from it. And Rachel had put three little stitch markers onto it. Really lovely little pigs, I think they were, little brass pigs. They were gorgeous. But it was for a friend's 40th birthday, so I wrapped it all up nice and gave it to my friend, and she absolutely loved it as well. And then I drew a line under it then, thought, okay, well, look. So what she's done, she's specifically made them for us. One's got a massive ball of yarn with the crochet hook coming through it like we have on our logo yeah. and the other one is four balls of yarn with a crochet hook through the one on the right like our logo oh, and then if you look on the back gorgeous. she's also done us a little ball of yarn oh, on the back as well. yes on the back i love like it a teeny ball of yarn so so this one that i'm holding has the four little balls of yarn with a crochet hook through one ball and it has the uh, this is what i liked about my, the one i bought for cassie the most yeah. was the fabric that lined it it's vintage cotton reels. Yeah, it's really nice. So it's really, really nice. You can see all the little vintage labels on them. So you don't have to choose now, but which one would you prefer? I thought you would because of the cotton reels. Yeah. So one for Lynn, um, like I said, early part of your birthday present, and then one for me. But we'll, we'll put photos up as well. That is but so she nice. Also Thank does, you. Thank you, Rachel. Um, Thank you, Faye. She also does glasses cases. Oh <laughs> so they've got um, little applique sunglasses on them. But because um, I am who I am, I asked her to put a little ball of wool on the back for me <laughs> as well. Brilliant. So I've got a little yarn ball on the back of my sunglasses oh, case and they're padded it. with a little snap. I love those little snappers. They're so cool. They remind me of little purses from when I was a little girl. Yeah. I used to get them all the time, but you don't see them as much now. No. I've, I've, I know you can buy them from places that sell you know, your, your purse fitments and things like that. But, so uh, yeah. Oh, I know this amazing. is part of the uh, feeding the habit rabbit, yeah. but I figured. Oh, thank you, Faye. I'd like to see it. Well. Yeah. So that's Rachel K. Gifts. Rachel K. Yeah, Gifts. We'll I'll, I'll put a link. Really lovely quality, and oh. I just love the fact that she's been able to make it a little more uh, bespoke for us. I was never massively into project bags and stuff before. Like I would just have whatever I was given from a yarn shop. Yeah. Um, slowly becoming more and more about the project yeah. bag. I like a nice bag. I must mm. admit. Yes. So I had a look at yarn clubs as well, and as I said, I have spent quite a lot of money lately, so it was a bit of a, like, oh, can I really do this? And I have to say, I looked at a few, I looked at Hedgehog, Hedgehog Fibres, I looked, but that was sold out by the time they yeah. put on to Instagram that the yarn club was up for this time. I don't know if they do it every month or whether they do it every three months, I'm not really sure. So by the time I'd then gone to have a look on the website, it was all sold out that's how popular they are mm. so i also looked at devon sun yarns but again i think they were sold out of the one that i would have bought and they do quite a few different they do different cases yeah. and different weights of yarn different boxes and things like that um but there just wasn't one that drew me in i have yeah. to be honest not that it wasn't nice it was it was just i didn't really want any more of one particular yarn yeah. or whatever 
So then I also had a look at the Toft. They did um, a one-off to celebrate the 10th birthday. They did a collaboration with um, quite a lot of hand dyers. All the ones I've just mentioned. I don't know about Life in the Long Grass. I don't think they did. Definitely Hedgehog. Fibers were on Verity Castledine, who we interviewed, Truly Hooked. She yep. had some, Devonson Yarns. Um, there were loads. And I didn't end up buying that just because of, at the time the cost was like, oh, I don't know if I can really justify this. Because I think you got two skeins of yarn. Yeah. You did get a free pattern to make a chameleon, but I wasn't really sure that I would want to spend that much money to make a chameleon. Yeah. You know, I would have probably got the yarn and made something else with it. Yeah. So I kind of bummed and hard and I thought, oh no, I'm not going, I'm not doing that. And then I looked at the Barbar Brookhouse. Which we love. Which we love. We really like their yarn. I've used their yarn and they kindly gave yarn support for two of the projects in our book. So I'd already seen their uh, yarn club online and it was all gone for September but then they'd put something out on Twitter to say it was out so again I did this sometimes I'm like oh do we need more yarn I wasn't sure I like it's the worry that I'm going to get the yarn and not like it and I wasn't sure I was thinking oh are these going to be my colours they basically put the picture on of the inspiration for the yarn Hmm. so it's a stained glass window so quite like the the black that's always the lead outline then yeah. a green and a red i just wasn't sure it wasn't very it's not too rainbow but quite just right. don't i, I don't know don't know what i'm gonna get so i didn't do it at the time i thought no i'm not sure about this one and then i spotted another twitter um another twitter post saying it stops tomorrow yeah so i was like I'm going to do panic. it. I'll just do it and yeah. we'll see because that's the point of it. Is and it's a doing one it month for the podcast, well, isn't it? Yeah. It's just one month. I didn't have to sign up for a long time. It was £21 plus postage, which yeah. was maybe about £3. I think all in all it was about £24.50 or £24. I can't remember. Yeah. But you do get extra things in the box as well as the yarn. So it'll be a, something really nice to open. And it is, yeah. I can tell you now, it's a really nice feeling, slight trepidation, because yeah. like you say, what if it's a load of yeah. colours that you don't like, but know. you know, that's what Ravelry is for, you can swap stuff out, you can sell stuff on eBay, you can always do, I do swaps with people in a wool gathering sandbatch, because um, I don't always like some of the stuff that I've got, and vice versa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Rebecca from our wool gathering, who likes the hand-dyed yarns, I'm sure, I don't know if it was you or Rebecca that told me that there are clubs where you can, yeah, there are. Um, yeah. you can join and swap your yarn if you've had it from a yarn club and you don't particularly like mm-hmm. that month. So I thought, well, I'll give it a try. And sometimes anyway, colours that you think you're not going to like, you do actually yeah. like in the end. And so it can push you to get out come out of your comfort zone. zone. Yeah. Yeah. Like I ha- yeah. I've got very different colours that I love. And... Had I seen my Life in the Long Grass stuff in a shop, I probably wouldn't have bought it, but now it's going to make me... Yeah. I love it and I love yeah. what I've got, but it's going to make me look at different patterns and because I feel like, because it's come from the Yarn Club, it's even more special. Yeah. And therefore, I really need to make something amazing out of it. Yeah. The pressure's so, on. <laughs> will there be... Um, is there somewhere on Ravelry where you can join up to to show off your... Yes, they've, they've got yeah. their own group, but I've deliberately not gone on it because I didn't want any spoilers. Of course, that. yeah, because everyone will be saying, oh, 
saw a little bit of their Instagram feed day before yesterday and I was just like, no, no, yeah. I'm not looking at you because I don't want to know what's coming. Mm, I'm surprised. I properly surprised myself on that front. So I will save my box for next time. Brilliant. Because it's okay. due in October, I'm not sure when, so um, I won't be doing anything with it anyway during yeah. October, November time, so I will save my little package when it arrives. So then why don't we, this time round in the show notes, we'll add what I would say are strictly yarn club. So where you get yarn, we'll give you a list of those that are available next time round. So I'll look at, um, what I'll actually do is provide a list of three monthly yarn clubs so it mirrors what it is that I've got. Next time round we can do the mo- one yeah, monthly one which you've got, yeah. which comes with the little extra bits. And then next time round we might look at all of the um, kind of crochet boxes that mm-hmm. you get, so the kit boxes. Yeah. So we'll carry this over. Because they're getting months. more popular. Yes, they are. They are. And they're quite mixed in mm. terms, I think, of what you get and yeah. the size and the cost of them. So rather than just spewing out loads of yarn club information we will be quite strategic so depending on which bit you're interested in mm-hmm. you've got the right information so That's strict good. yarn club yeah. first yeah. <laughs> very exciting so that's mm. it i think for yarn clubs and thanks yeah. again these packs are gorgeous they're lovely aren't they're they lovely. i'm very very yeah. pleased Absolutely. so i've not been able to use mine because i didn't know which one you wanted yeah. so um yeah yeah I'll, I'll get that into use this weekend Fab. <laughs> So we're going to move on now. We've got um, a slightly different approach to our reviews this month. So we're just going to be doing one review and it's a book review of the Crochet Projects Three from the Top. So this is Kat Golden and Joanne Grace. I think it was released maybe... It was at Wonderwall. Yeah, so that was this year, April this April, year. May time. Yeah. And it's three cardigans that all start from the top and work down, hence the, the three from the top. Yeah, and it says a collection of three classic seamless crochet cardigans for women, children and babies. So it's sized, a bit like tin can knits do, they've mm-hmm. sized it um, appropriately. For everyone. Yeah. yeah. But because um, we haven't actually had time to make any of these, <laughs> I know you've got Aberfoyle on your list and yes. you'd like to do calendar yeah. as well. Yeah. And some of our listeners have been going through them, and in particular, um, Helen, she bombed off an Aberfoyle, really beautiful one really in nice. um, kind of white cream and mm-hmm. a purple. And um, I know other people, I think, Karin made one as well in a kind of mustardy colour. And then Helen yeah. also made um, calendar as well, using the wool that they had mm-hmm. said from within the book. And I figured, well, we could talk about it, but one of the things we were quite specific about at the beginning of the building the podcast was we will only review a book if we have actually made something from it ourselves. And so given that Helen has made two of the three and is planning to do the third, we asked her to do a review for us instead. So I think what we'll do is add all of her notes into... Um, the show notes so yeah. it might be a subsidiary yeah. and we've got a lovely photo of Helen actually wearing her I think it's her Aberfoyle they cardigan that she's got yeah, yeah. They're all the one all the cardigans that I've seen made from this book have been really yeah. really nice and what I've liked is you can obviously adapt it quite easily because some I know you can do the Aberfoyle just completely without sleeves so yeah. it's like a little capped cardigan like a cap sleeve but some um, people have made long sleeves yeah. and some are kind of three-quarter length so it's quite nice that you can just make it a bit more 
personal yeah. really yeah so for the three patterns the hard copy is 12 pounds you can get it digitally from Ravelry for 10 and um, in brief Helen said overall she would give it 5 out of 5 she thought it was really good value mm-hmm. for money 5 out of 5 um, would she remake the things that she'd already made yes she would I think um, she's already she, done that yeah, she's, she's really enjoying it and I asked, would you recommend it to a friend? And she said, yes, I already have. I know that at least three other listeners to the podcast are planning to embark on their own calendar cardigans. Brilliant. So, I mean, it's it's great. And I would say, have a look at the Instagram feed and what's tagged under the Crochet Project. And I think there might be a hashtag for three from the top as well. There's some fantastic stuff in there. Um, and I'll just quickly read out about because some people might think oh it's a garment and it's a cardigan it's going to be really difficult to make so this is what Helen had to say about whether or not the patterns were easy to follow she says the crochet project pride themselves on well-written accurate patterns and the patterns in this book are no exception I made the Aberfall first and I'm pleased that I did because it was a really good introduction to seamless garment construction the calendar was slightly more complex with a basket weave border and vertical slit pockets. And I know from Instagram, I wouldn't say she was panicked, but she had concerns about doing the vertical split pocket and they look beautiful. Um, but again, clear instructions meant that I didn't feel lost. I took photographs during the construction of both cardigans. Fellow listeners can find them on Instagram or Ravelry if they would like to find um, a health picture of the cardigans and how they come together. And I've asked Helen, she's more than happy for us to provide her um, Ravelry name so that you can go in Brilliant. and look at the projects, the two projects that she's done from here. And um, one of the things I particularly like is one of the um, for the Aberfall pattern, they encourage you to do the pocket actually as your mini swatch. So I you're think not, that's a really it's good idea. You're not never wasting any of your yarn. You're more likely yeah. to try and do a tension um, um, swatch. To make sure that you you will get gauge, but I just I really like that idea, idea that you don't feel like yeah. you're wasting yarn or mm-hmm. your time. You're kind of getting straight yeah. into it, which is fantastic. Because we had a discussion, didn't we, um, a couple of podcasts ago, about um, the yarn require requirements, so that the pattern will tell you how much yarn to use, but that doesn't necessarily include yeah. the yarn or the tension. And they don't tell you whether it does or it doesn't. Yeah, well, it doesn't normally. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't do so. If the pattern is bordering on using, say, four balls of wool, but you've done a tension square, yeah, you might you'd have to undo your tension square to and use that little bit it, yeah. if it was really on the line. So yeah. it's quite nice, quite a nice idea. Like you say, most people don't do tension squares because they just can't be bothered. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I could be making the actual garment. Yeah. So yeah, great way to to save time and make sure that you've got everything spot on. Yeah. I said, what did you like most about the book? And she said, there's so many things, but the top-down seamless construction, really well written. She loved the variety of sizes, so again, baby up to adult, um, and the ability to adapt to personal preferences. So exactly what you were saying about the sleeves, whether you yeah. want to go cap, whether you want it to be a longer garment overall, mm-hmm. it really lends, I think all three lend themselves to that aspect. Um, and she said she can see herself revisiting this book and remaking the patterns frequently and in years to come. So it's not one of those books where you make the stuff, you go, yeah, that's nice, and you put it yeah. on the shelf. She will just keep on remaking yeah. it. And for, to that end, I think £12 is a fantastic value mm-hmm. anyway. But the fact that she's now got three really lovely crochet garment yeah. 
um, patterns that will become go-to patterns for her. I think 12 quid is, is nothing. I think they're quite timeless. The, the designs are quite timeless. So you could just buy, you know, colours that come into maybe yeah. the season and adapt, you know, adapt the cardigan and use different colours and you, you'd be laughing for everything, really. You could apply the same two weights. So if you wanted a spring, early autumn yeah. one, you could just change the weight. So you could yeah. happily go up to... DK Aaron and put mm -hmm. it down to a much lighter yeah. kind of sport weight if you wanted to. Yeah, because you could just try a different size. If you had heavier yarn, you could go yeah. maybe go a size mm -hmm. smaller and see. Impossible what because they've given the sizes yeah. within the book. So the final thing I said, is there anything that you weren't so keen on or would like to see change? And she says, no, I think the book sets the standard for what I'm looking for in a crochet garment designs and patterns. That's a pretty ringing yeah. uh, recommendation, yeah. I think. And five out of five is fantastic. Yeah. And as you know, I reviewed the crochet yearbook yeah. and I felt the same way about that. Um, I, I just think they're on it. I yeah, think they, they are. They're Definitely. top of the game. Yeah. I'm really pleased with that and they actually launched a new book as well called Raw at Yarndale last yeah. weekend which I have a PDF copy of but when we give you the Yarndale update you'll understand why yeah. I didn't get a chance to go and see it in person but it looks lovely the stuff that's in there so I will I'm actually planning next weekend to start a pair of crochet socks out okay. there as part of a yarn review for the podcast so I'll pull this, the two in together again. Great. But yeah, yeah. I'm it looking forward fat. to raw and yeah. seeing what I can make from there. But yeah, it does look really nice. So yeah, so that's yeah, the book review. The bringing recommendation from Helen by if you want to do cardigans and you want flexibility within those garments, then three from the top is a really good one to go for. Yeah, I'm looking forward to starting on an Aberfoyle because I haven't ever made a cardigan that starts from the top. So no. It'll be interesting for yeah. me. And I think there's another cardigan in raw as well. I think there is another garment. Oh, good. So yeah. it's been receiving a lot of love. Excellent. So moving on, moving on to Yarndale, the weekend that was. So when we're talking about Yarndale this time round, it's not because like, I wouldn't like listeners to think that we're just yapping on about Yarndale because it's a yarn show. It was a much bigger deal for us because yeah. actually we were both exhibiting there and we were showing off for the first time ever all of the products from our book take two so it was it was quite a big deal for both of us so that's why there's a bit of time and effort being spent on your deal within this podcast so normally uh, in previous years i have organized a coach trip to yarndale so 50 odd ladies all eager to go yarn shopping that's been uh, quite exciting but this year I couldn't do that because we were exhibiting so I just knew it would be far too much it's probably um, no bad thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, luckily um, a couple of other ladies took over the reins of that so it, it was nice for us because they all came and said hello yeah but anyway Faye and I shared a stand at Yarndale and so we had a, like a medium-sized space, but it was yeah. quite big, wasn't it, when we got there? I think because of the way that we'd constructed it and left it open so people yeah. could flow from my side to your side yeah. and vice versa, it made it feel a lot bigger, yeah. so you weren't penned in. Yeah. So they're not, they're not massive, so the two of us were shooting a space that was 5.4 metres by 3.3, yeah. give or take, at its largest yeah. points. And I think we... Well, we haven't done this before, have we? So it was all, everything was new to us. So in the run-up, we were both 
panicking have we got enough things to sell you know I mean Faye went to town with your display and your backdrop was really good see I've done I've done loads and loads of exhibitions before but never done one where I'm seven so that was the element that Mm -hmm. was really different for me yeah yeah, and I think it's hard because I mean when it's your own work if you don't sort it out beforehand it's not sorted out. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have quite a few products that do not get out on the shelves because of yeah. time. So Faye had her knit it, hook it, craft it products. Yeah. And I mainly had my crochet books, my Once Upon a Time in Crochet and my new Mandala book, which was due in at Search Press offices on Friday the 23rd, which was the day that I was going up to Yarndale. Luckily, I'd contacted the ladies that yeah. I deal with at Search Press on the Wednesday and said, oh, by any chance, has it come in yet? And they said, no. And then next minute, an email come back. It's just arrived. I will send... Oh, this was on Thursday. Yeah, yeah it was on Thursday. Um, so it, they sent the books out to me. I think they had about 15 minutes to spare before the courier was so coming. Really so they really did put themselves out, which I really appreciated. And they did arrive the next day on the Friday. Yeah. So they were there for Saturday, which was great. Brilliant. So the Mandala book, you couldn't, you can't get it at the moment. You can pre-order it on Amazon. So I had it at Yarndale, which was great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we both loaded up our vans. Well, I I hired a van because I just knew my stuff wasn't going to fit in my car. My husband's car's brand new, so he wasn't going to let me drive that anyway. <laughs> so I didn't even ask. So but I hired a van um, from Congleton and um yeah just about fitted everything in the back literally just about luckily there was nobody in the passenger seat because i had stuff on there as well yeah so faye managed to get hers in her car didn't you yeah just i had to pull over at home base at sandbach and rearrange the car and dump yeah because I couldn't really see it, but I couldn't actually see out of my passenger window, oh, I could, okay. and then stuff moved, yeah. so I, I had to duck into home base anyway, but I rearranged and left two crates in the uh, home base car park, <laughs> somebody would have taken them, like beautiful old vintage crates, but I was like, out, you're getting yeah. hoid, off yeah. you go, don't have time, don't have space, and I was really running behind time, so off they went. Yeah, so I arrived first. Um, I think I got to, I got there fine in about an hour and a half. I thought oh, this is really good, and then I, I thought I was lost. So I wasn't actually lost, but I did think I was going the wrong way. So I added about another hour and a quarter. Might <laughs> have even been more. I was literally going round and round in circles. Yeah. Then I realised there was a sign that I couldn't quite see because of stuff. Yeah. that was saying skipped and so I was going the right way so I think I arrived at about maybe about three half past three maybe so later than I'd expected you couldn't set up until two o'clock anyway yeah. so um, I started getting all my stuff out luckily the the lady and the gentleman in the stand next to me lent me their little trolley because mine was absolutely useless it just kept everything just kept falling off it because the floor of the pens are quite rigid so- Yarndale is in a cattle market mm. basically and they close down the market I think on the um, on the Thursday night it gets semi-cleaned down like it definitely smells of sheep but poop. I think they had cleaned all the floors because when I, I arrived the floor was still all wet you yeah. could see little pools so they'd hosed it down so they'd hosed it all down 
cleaned it all out, opened the pen doors so that to create sort of the squares for your stand and then everyone had been allocated a number so you just literally yeah. had to go and find but your it's, number. It's metal gates and then yeah. you have to transform a concrete and metal gates into, into nice something <laughs> apparently amusing and lovely. It's no small feat. No, no, it, it's much more difficult than I anticipated. The, the key to success, I think, of yarn deal and making a nice stand is cable ties. Yep. Can't do it without a cable tie. Mm-hmm. And I luckily found some um, reusable ones because otherwise oh, it's just course. a load yeah, of plastic but these ones actually unzip okay, and you can reuse them. them. B&Q sells them. Um, but yeah, the, if you go into any yarn event, especially in a cattle market, check out the cable ties. Yeah. It's, it's like the only thing holding it all together. True. So uh, when I arrived, I thought, oh no, you know, we're not really in a very good space here. We were right. So it's a really big, massive auction mart. It's huge. So we were right on the very edge in the very final sort of row. Nobody was opposite us. They were empty pens, weren't they? Yeah. So I thought, oh, nobody's going to come walking down here. It's going to be really quiet. But so anyway, we had to go with it. So we set ourselves up, didn't we? What time did you get there? Uh, quarter past seven. I don't know how and you it did. Opens what you did. until nine, nine o'clock. and they're really strict on yeah. it. They literally threw us out at nine. I had o'clock. I had intended to get there for two o'clock, and things were against me. Mm. For, one of the things that was against me actually was that the Yarndale brochure broke my printer. It just would not. It must have been so text and image heavy it would not print off and it just jammed everything up. I, was that I think the I lost exhibitor about, pack? It yeah, wouldn't print mine off either. I lost about two and a half yeah. hours farting about with mm. my printer. Um, yeah. So various reasons I got there at quarter past seven rather than two o'clock mm. but still a wee so lessons learned. You stayed overnight didn't you Faye? Yeah. And I travelled back to Congleton so it was quite um, a long way back yeah. until each day for me but I would say I, having exhibited many, many times in the past and having been to many yarn shows, I have a newfound respect for the exhibitors that are there because mm-hmm. they're long days, you're talking mm-hmm. all day long, you've got the trepidation of is anybody going to buy my stuff, I've had quite a large capital outlay to get to yeah. this point and you're, I'm just going to say you're trying to be nice to people, you're not trying, you're just being nice to people, but you're on it from um kind of I would say half nine in the morning mm. till six o'clock at night talking to people and it's it's exhausting. It is. But I mean great fun. I, I loved it. I was exhausted on Friday. When I got home I got lost again because the motorway, one of the motorways was closed and it was diverted and then I couldn't see the signs. I didn't know where I was going so I didn't get home till about eleven thirty at mm. on Friday night. And I was exhausted and I genuinely thought I'm not going to sell anything. This is going to be a complete disaster. My stuff's rubbish, you know. You yeah, just you just kind real... of you overanalyze stuff, don't yeah. you? So then, picked myself up, got there the next morning. Didn't go to the tip with my stuff like I said I was going to. Like I'm to taking be... this stuff to the tip. She won't. You were in a bit of a drama queen in the lead up to your and you were like, it's all rubbish. I'm going to the tip. Nobody's going to buy anything. I was, I was just like, having a mess. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yourself come so on. we got there the next morning quickly finished off hadn't even priced things up no. nothing and you hadn't either had well, you we thought that because we were 
at the back of the hall it would take people about half an hour to filter through to us because it is quite a large (laughs) plot but actually they were coming in a couple of different gates which meant that by two minutes past ten it opened at ten there was a massive queue around just to get into the place and uh, we were around from two minutes past ten in the morning and it didn't stop until about half three Mm. when it petered off Mm -hmm. on the Saturday but yeah nothing was priced up um, because I'd got there so late on the Friday. Stock was out and it looked okay. But like I say, I had a fabulous time and I learned loads of lessons. It was my first time out. Um, and I'm already booking up other yarn festivals yeah. for next year. We had um, we also had our Crochet Circle podcast book on display. So we had all the projects on display kind of in between the two stands and some... Um, little postcards for people to take away yeah. with all the details on but I can't tell you how many people picked up uh, there were a few things really Faye's shawl the, the, yeah, the Coliseum, Coliseum shawl your bag bag was just was crazy really, really like, popular there was one woman who strode from the walkway in to like look at the bag yeah. like, in such a determined manner I was like okay do you want to steal it? What's she up to? But she it was, was just quite, so determined yeah. to look at it. So people were looking at the bag, the yeah. blankets, Blanket and the got cushions. a lot of love, yeah. Just all of those projects. I mean, I think possibly because the other projects were, were kind of maybe not in the in and the they're smaller as well. Smaller. Yeah. But when I picked those down and showed them to people as well, they were liking those too. Yeah. So all of the projects really got absolute brilliant response. Yeah. It was just it's, so nice to hear people saying, oh, it's, you know... It's a struggle to get nice crochet. Oh, do you know what I love? There was a knitting woman who went, "Oh, that's that's beautiful. It's knitted." And I was like, "No, it's crocheted." And she went, "Oh, I don't crochet." And I thought, "You know how the crocheters feel there. Every time you yeah. see a beautiful design, yeah. not, not I'm saying that my bag is beautiful, but every time you see something, you think, "Oh, I really want to make that." And oh, it's knitted. Oh, I can't if you if you don't do both. But I thought, ah, <laughs> that's how it feels for loads of crocheters. Um, they just are, there's not the same volume of patterns out there. Mm. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah, so that was absolutely brilliant. It gave us heart, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it did. Because we're nervous about it, aren't we? To yeah, be fair, everybody, be, yeah. everybody is. I'm sure when they put a product out there, you don't know what the response is going to be. But so way more than yeah, much I could have expected. Yeah, me too. So that will be hitting in November. Yeah. So all the projects are done. It's just a case of laying out the pages and finding the right printer. We had earmarked a printer and we're not so sure not that so their sure quality that, yeah. is good enough. Mm-hmm. And I've um, got another one that I've been using for bits and pieces. So we'll, we'll test yeah. them out because we want it to have the right the right fuel, yeah. but also the right environmental ethos behind it as well. That's so it has true. to be recycled, it has to be vegetable-based eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't just go to any old printer. So, yeah, so remember. Yes. I think there were over 8,000 people at Yarndale this year, I think, on the Friday Is that Saturday what, alone. Re- officially released them, there? I think somebody had said there were 5,000... 5,300 on, on the Saturday. Saturday and about and over 3,000 on the Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people in one place. Yeah, and I would say that's fairly representative of yarn shows that run Saturday, Sunday. It's much, much quieter on the Sunday. Um, Saturdays mm-hmm. are usually rammed. I think the ones that are slightly different are where they run on a Friday and Saturday, and I think the Friday is generally the quieter yeah. day. 
I would almost rather have it that way because then you've got the quieter day to make sure everything's good yeah, and they're set up yeah, and then around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I did try to go and have a look around um, in the afternoon. So it, may, it was actually about three o'clock and I could just gave up really. Yeah, it, was people, it was like the shoe shuffle, people couldn't yeah. really get past each other. And I couldn't even get to the stands that I wanted to yeah. go to, so I thought, oh, I'll give it I'll give it a go tomorrow, but then I didn't get around to do it on Sunday either, so I did miss quite a lot. I did get the chance on Sunday to go and see some people, yeah. but not as many as I would have liked. Although I was thinking the total upside of that is I have never been to a yarn show and spent so little money in all my life. No, I've not. I spent £10. I spent £8. <sighs> buying two of the same thing yeah. that's all I bought so that was crazy great. I came back with two balls and two skeins that's yeah. it I've never done that <laughs> so yeah it was great for my bank balance because one I was making money and two I wasn't I didn't have any time to go and spend it all <laughs> and what I like this year is that they have made quite a lot of effort on the food side this time so they had an extra area of oh, all the they? cafes it was directly opposite to what, yeah. you know where we were stood yeah. directly opposite was a huge cafe oh that and was there last year oh was it there yeah. last year that yeah. I know the cafe was at the top last year yeah, and I didn't realise but I don't know if they had it last year, but they did have a quite a lot of gluten-free food this year good. as well. So you could order sandwiches. As an exhibitor, you could order your sandwiches, yeah, really which was great because I just didn't go prepared with food. And I normally have to because of being gluten-free, yeah. but I knew that I didn't need to worry because there was going to be something in there. Covered. It was sorted, yeah. So that was great. So yeah, I would say in summary, knackering, yeah. great fun. Would I do it again? Yes, I would. <laughs> I loved it. I really yeah. loved getting to speak to people yeah. gauging the reaction to my company that was really good seeing what sells um out in the field rather than just from within a website some very definite um like best sales for me were i've created these little um sock bags which are they've got a really good um kind of proximity to them so the linen is belgian the it's woven in scotland Martine, our friend, sews them for me in Cheshire. Roz does the embroidery. I put the the ribbons on. And just the response to them was crazy. Partly because it says, I'm growing socks in here. And, you know, the whole sock phenomenon is just... just taken over at the moment. So it was nice to see something that I thought would be a bestseller was most definitely a bestseller. That's really, really pleased, really pleased about it. I was quite surprised about my Once Upon a Time in Crochet book. So this has been out for over a year now. Yeah. And I ordered copies from Search Press. I wasn't really sure whether I'd sell many, to be quite honest. I thought, well, you know, it's been out a while. It's on Amazon. People can yeah. buy it wherever. And I took the samples from the book along with me and made sort of well, made a display kind of threw them on because we were that late <laughs> it's like oh yeah put them all there I had all plans to make cute little displays but they all just ended up on the shelf together however the amount well everybody that came to the stand yeah. just made a beeline for the little characters especially the little dwarfs they got a lot of everybody love. loved them and said how cute they were and I told a few people the story behind these little dwarves is that the deadline for the book was I had one day left and I hadn't made seven dwarves I'd made Snow White she was just small anyway 
but no dwarves and I was just panicking thinking how am I going to make seven dwarves in one day yeah. that's just not going to be possible and I was humming and ahhing trying to work out drawing little designs and it was my husband that just said why don't you make a little sort of blob yeah. like a weevil don't know yeah. if you remember the weevil so I was like oh I don't know if that's going to work so I made one and literally is a little blob you can see it's like a little egg shape and yeah popped him some ears on and a little beard and some feet and a hat has no arms because i didn't have time to make the arms however i was so pleased with him and everybody yeah. loved him so that made my day really and the other thing that made my day was um i had some samples that i was selling off yes. so when they when i do my commissions for magazines they will send me the samples back i just oh have here's them. the postman come in <laughs> sorry <laughs> The postman knows that if I'm not in the house, it it's might be life in the long grass. Oh. He could be, he could be Hello. open too. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. What have we got now? Do you, I know what it is. It's Jenny's. It's probably too much. I may as well do this now. Um, oh, my friend it? Jenny, it's her... Project that you send me back in two. No. It is her version of the Miss Kingfisher Show. Oh, wow. Sorry. And all sorts of other gubbins as well. We send each other what we call crap parcels. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be all sorts of stuff. Oh, wow. I'm going to bring this over. I think I've seen a photo of it, but I haven't seen it in. So you might remember, sorry for the clanking and the disruption, but you might remember that um, I did a Miss Kingfisher shawl that's over there, and Jenny was doing one at the same time, and she has just finished hers off. And it needs proper blocking because it's going to grow quite a yeah. lot. She used, I think it was yarn from Rosie's Moments. But I want to do a tutorial on blocking because I've just geared the shop up with loads yeah. of really good blocking pins. And I'm about to get mats in. And I get asked quite a lot. And I was asked quite a lot at Yarn Deal about how to block things properly. Lots of people ask me about the mats. The yeah. So I've, I'm going to have them up in the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping. But mm-hmm. I'm going to put up onto YouTube a proper tutorial oh, on how to block. Yeah. One with pins and one with um, wires, mm-hmm. with them um, blocking wires. So Jenny has sent me this so That's that I can use her shawl to do the videos. Exactly. Very similar. And of course, she's got all of her little ends because I told her, do not sew in your ends, let me block it. So I'm going to have to sew in all of her ends at the end and send her back a ready-made project. That would be nice for Jenny. And I also have been given... Oh, a little picture. (laughs) A picture. This is from my my little godson, Winky. And she says, I think he is using the abstract interpretation of his name. Great. And uh, one of them is either a person or a tree. Zach wanted you to know that he does love you too, Fee. Because whenever Jenny and I speak on the phone, he always wants to speak. But when he hears Matthew or hears Matthew's name, he gets really excited. He loves and adores Matthew. And we call him Matthewkins. And he goes, love, 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 love Matthew. Love Matthew. Love Matthew. (laughs) I was like waiting. He went, and you, Fee. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Really, I'm the one that knits and crochets and stuff. And she has also sent me a hoodie. Which says, soft yarn, warm yarn, little ball of fluff, happy yarn, pretty yarn, I can never have enough, which is a take on um, soft kitty, warm kitty from the Big Bang Theory. Oh, and it says, I am an awesome crocheting lady, you're, you're a crazy people person. 
Do you know what? It's going straight on. <laughs> so thank you, Jenny. Live. <laughs> Sorry, this is a great uh, parcel to receive on the podcast. How exciting. Well, I'll put a photo up as well, but it's really good, Jenny, and I've now got a hoodie. So great. Get your hoodie on. And I was just going to say something about um, trying to be stylish. I was thinking about it earlier, and I was like, I never wear hoodies unless I want to be really toasty. That's really nice. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. Love my hoodie. Thanks, love. <laughs> so she's called Jennykins. Jennykins. So we're Jennykins, Matthewkins, our husband's Fraserkins. No. And when the phone rings, we've got one of those automated ones that goes, call from Jennykins. <laughs> so she's now Jennykins. So thank you, Jennykins. Good parcel. Love it. Very toasty. So yes, we were just... Finishing off about Yarndale, so there was a lady that came with a little tiny baby in a little papoose. So cute. She was so cute, this little baby was fast asleep. That baby must have been less than a month old. Oh, was she was tiny. A little newborn, and gorgeous. She was a little dot, and um, the mum was rummaging around in my sample box, and right at the bottom was a hat, and it was when I was doing that fun hats book. And it was meant to be a little devil hat. And did it, is it not in there at all? It is in there, but a different. St- it's different because I did the little teeny tiny hat for a baby, and I yeah. thought, oh, this is looking really good. I like this. And then I tried to upsize it to an adult because you had. I had to do all the different yeah. size ranges, and it just didn't work. The the way that I designed it didn't work for the adults. It looked really rubbish. So I completely redesigned it and did it. Did the similar shape but in a different way. Yeah. So this little hat didn't wasn't in the book. Something very similar is, and she picked it up, and it was really tiny because I think it was for like a newborn baby, yeah. maybe like a fourteen inch head. And she popped it on this little baby's head, and it just looked amazing. It did. And I was like, just take it. It's gorgeous. She's she said that we can use the photo on social media as yeah. well. So I think you I put, you it, put out it up on, on Instagram. So we'll, put it on. we'll add it into the notes because it's so cute. The cutest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> so it's a little baby, baby walking around yonder with a red knitted hat with with little black devil she said she was being top. stopped like every few steps mm-hmm. with people asking her where the hat had come from looking at the baby yeah <laughs> it, was, it was really cool that made my weekend <laughs> cutest so cutest cute. photo yeah very sweet so, so yeah that was that was that was the weekend that was and that's why the um, podcast is called I'm, I'm Still, Still Standing because individually yeah. we are shattering but yeah. fab yeah, it was great. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Had a lovely weekend. Bring on Wonderful Wheels. That's the next one that I'm hoping <laughs> to get to. So, that's, that's Yarndale done and dusted. Done. Yeah. So, have you managed to finish off any of your projects, Faye? Or were you, have you spent the last month kind of preparing for Yarndale? I have. Th- yeah, I've got a couple of FOs, but um, some of them were actually for Yarndale. Mm-hmm. Just wondering where I've put them there. So one of them, like it's little things that I think help um, with the selling of stuff. So I sell uh, lavender. It's about to be uploaded into the shop. It's really nice quality. It's grown mm-hmm. in the UK and France. So to help exhibit the lavender, I created little, these are knitted, but little lavender stuff. I'm really pleased with them. Yeah. This was out of um, 
stash yarn that I had. So the bottom one's John Arbin, of course. I'll pack a sock yarn, some little bits that I had on the end. And this is one of my mini skeins from Wonderwool. Finally used a mini skein. But this is part Brilliant. of their Knit by Numbers Merino and yeah. it is it's the first time it's I've used color. it. And it's, uh, yeah, they are perfect lavender colours. And I bet you and didn't buy it with there. lavender in mind. So no, no, no definitely know. not. Mm. So there's that and I also did the cow parsley as part of the display for the crochet circle stuff. So that you um it's it's opposite us now it's opposite us now so yeah i've strung it up because i really like it and i did Mm. some kind of rag tooth daisies to go with it as well quite a few people asked where to find the patterns yeah so that was the one that um i pulled out as one of my favorites it was from simply crochet and it's Mm -hmm. a pattern from silver petal but i'll i'll put a photo up because i took one for instagram that i put up when i finished them but they were they were really nice to do and um good fun that was one of the nice things about Yarn Dale, actually, that Faye's lavender kept wafting. Oh. The smell kept wafting across. It, it brought people nice. in as well. Yeah, it was nice. It was mm-hmm. certainly, like, I don't mind the smell of sheep poo and sheep no, wee, no. but lavender was definitely preferable. <laughs> and um, the thing that I've just taken off before I uh, put the hoodie on was my second garment for Yarn Dale, which is the wrap, which was again a Simply Crochet project now doesn't look like anything because I've taken it off but that was one that I'd done in the Rowan Finest yes. and it's um, so one of the things that we won't cover this month but just because of time is the um, the final part of stylish crochet garments which is how to style them because we want to put a bit more time and effort into it um, but this one isn't that easy to wear unless you add a shawl pin into it and then it stays in place because it goes over your shoulder blades yeah. and I made it I think it was about 26 centimeters deep and blocked it out mm-hmm. I probably could have made it longer yeah. but it was 556 stitches per yeah, row and I was just, yeah. by the time I was coming to a final ball I thought I'm done with you now yeah. Yeah. it looked really, really like nice anyway it did look nice as it was so, so that was my FO and I think yeah, I think that was it purely because preparation for yarn deal, trying to get everything else sorted, and not only yarn deal, but I also had the yarn down workshop to organise. Mm-hmm. So it's been it it's crazy, crazy four weeks, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of finally coming to the point where I can breathe again. Yeah, I I've been mainly working on book projects, so yeah. it was things for our take two book. I think I finished this actually that I'm wearing today. But, um, I haven't even sewn the buttons on. It's actually got I can spy pins. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully not visible, but yeah. Kind of I think it's only because of the direction that I can oh, see I'll them. I'll put from. that on today, but um, yeah, so it's a little cowl and mainly just getting stuff ready for Yarndale. I did make a little kit, so I made um, a little bear with a little snuggle blanket. So yeah, that was quite popular. Yeah. I brought him along with me today, but I'll put a photograph on anyway. So uh, yeah, I made a few of those in different colours. Yeah. And yeah, just getting on with book projects. So for me, yeah, not not a great deal really of extra things. Is it just because um, we're on kind of FOs, but is it worth mentioning the other part of the book that we'll be working towards when things settle down towards the back end of the year? One of the um, things that we want to do to complement Take Two is pull together some yarn struggle 
patterns mm -hmm. so that when you've got let's say 20 meters 30 meters 40 meters of yarn left and you don't have enough to make a big project what can you do that's mm -hmm. quick to crochet up that will use that yarn up so that's one of the other things that we'll do and actually that was one of my other fo's so i was um, testing out erica knight's new cotton so i was testing out different little um containers to hold the lavender for the for the exhibition for yarndale so i was making different little containers and they will be some of the things that will go up um as part of the yarn struggles project so you just yeah. know you need a little bowl for something well here's a pattern for you to go to it's quite amazing what you can get out of like a yeah. really small amount of yarn because if you remember a couple of podcasts ago we did um a yarn review yes. on rachel atkinson's daughter of a shepherd yarn and i managed to make out of a 10 gram mini skein a bookmark yeah. and then a little circular motif that I put onto a made a pin cushion mm -hmm. and then stitched it onto the front. I actually took those to gave them to Rachel. She loved them. Yeah, she really loved them. So that was nice. But you know, you think out of ten grams, it's crazy. You don't can, don't yeah, get you rid of your tiny yeah, little ends because you can definitely make um, you know all sorts of little things. So we'll have a little collection yeah. of patterns and that it, you can make. And we'll just keep well. on adding to them. So yeah. as we come up with new patterns, we will just tell you what the meterage is, what we've used, and um, give you like a nice little go-to of different patterns to use. That's cute. Yeah, I loved it with the little <laughs> green button. I was going through my button stash and found that one, and was like, "No, you're not. You're not going in." <laughs> so yeah, um, that was another little fo. So it's been lots of little bits, and I did a pair of socks as well. So it's been. It hasn't been big projects apart from the wrap over, but I'm looking forward to getting some time to actually craft again. That and craft I want to do for me yeah. rather than deadline stuff. That's what I'm looking forward to the absolute yeah. most is come sort of late October. My deadlines will be gone. The book will be done. Our book will be yeah. done, and I've literally had to just turn down lots of work just to give myself a bit of breathing space because yeah. I really really need it I can't just carry on anymore keep having these deadlines deadlines knitting crochet so I've just kind of been politely saying that I'm not taking anything on yeah. until the new year I do have a few regular commission a few regular pieces of work that I will carry on with but they're not don't involve a lot of heavy sort mm. of knitting or crochet so I'm just can't wait to get a bit of time yeah. to myself. I'm desperate for it, really. Yeah, and my husband will be glad that I'm not just <laughs> working twenty four hours a day, pretty much. So, whips, Faye, have you started anything new or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I need to of ask? I have. So, whips that are remaining on the list, and I'm not doing anything with yet, um, Shoreline's Blanket. I really wanted to have that finished in September because that would have marked the two-year anniversary from me starting to crochet, and it, it's just a step mm -hmm. too far. There's just too much else going on. Same with the TARDIS cushion. Um, I'll come to it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't think they're going to be this year, unfortunately. I am in the middle of a pair of charity socks which I have to have finished for Monday so I do okay. still have deadline they're ones that I'm knitting and they're the ones that I've spoken to um, spoken about before on the podcast they're the ones for Winnick Mum for her charity project so I gave her two pairs 
to go up on the sock line um, for Yarndale and then yeah. I've got a, another but it's a man's size 10 socks you don't just bond through a pair of size no, 10 socks no. and they've got 72 stitches wow. so they're taking quite some time but I've nearly finished off have I? no I've finished one and I'm almost coming down to the heel on the second Brilliant. but I've got a big train journey ahead of me tomorrow and Saturday yeah. so they'll be bombed off yeah. and done ready for Monday and then I've still got the two Unkia shawls. Yeah. And I really want to have them done for the first week of November because I'm going down to your Emporium. Yeah. Um, and that's on the 6th of November. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to not having any more deadlines. Yeah, oh, look, oh, I've still got three <laughs> that I need to do. And they're all on deadline, self-imposed deadlines. So. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I've got, I wanted to show you this. So I'm part of the um, Brit Yarn Sokolong, which is happening at the moment. And we will talk about the hand iron workshop afterwards. But I've started to knit a pair of socks in some of the yarn oh, I dyed up. I recognise it actually, <laughs> Fairy. I recognise it now. So this yarn, I tested it in crochet and I tested it in knitting and it definitely looked better in knitting. And I love it like I, re- I put a photo up on instagram i really really love the yarn however i've decided to name the socks fugly <laughs> <laughs> because they are just so ugly but they're yeah, so ugly they, that i really lovely. love them so in amongst oranges and really bright kind of acidic yellows there are hints of purples. I'm really selling this in. Yeah. And then I've used a purple <laughs> rib at the top and I'm doing a purple heel and a purple toe. And they are, man, they are ugly. But I love them. And they're so toasty. They so ridiculously really warm, toasty. Quite firm, sturdy. Oh, yeah. So these are probably going to be like um, house socks and walking boot socks. And I cannot wait to get them on my feet. I did them yesterday whilst I was um, doing other bits and pieces yeah. and knocked that together. So, fuglies are on the needle. Fuglies, wow. And then, as soon as I've done them, I want to do a second pair. So we've been given some yarn to review from, um, you may remember, I mentioned a shop in Shrewsbury called You and Ply. And they've just brought out their own yarn based on the Shropshire sheep and they're over in Shropshire. Um, but I don't have the yarn band or anything else to show you. So I've knitted up the tension square that you created mm-hmm. the pattern for. So you, you'll be able to see how it is knitted. But it's so sturdy, I really think it would lend itself to yeah. crocheted yeah. socks. And there happens to be a new crochet sock pattern in the Crochet Project's new roll yeah. book. Are you keeping up? <laughs> and um, so I want to use the Shropshire four ply to yeah. crochet the socks out of role because then I could actually review the book and review the yarn a bit like I did with Sockshire and Crochet and do the same. So I want these off the needles so I can get the ones from Roll on the hook. Yeah. Sounds great. And I can have fog loose on my feet. <laughs> You're so disgusting, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, this is what I'll be knitting away on. So they they're my they're my whips at the moment. So I'm down I'm down to I'm at six. Brilliant. And I won't um, hook the other ones on until I've got rid of the charity and the fogglies. Well, I think I'm still at about 13. I'm trying to, I was trying to think what they were. I'll have to go through my list properly and uh, update it. But uh, 
I really, really want to finish my tweed blanket, my green yeah. square blanket. I've done so many squares. I'm just going to lay them out on the floor, see what, fill the gaps in and put a board around. Yeah. And even if it's just a nice, well, you know, it'll blanket. be a fair, a fair size. It'll be as big as the one for the West Yorkshire Spinners one that I did for the book. Yeah. It'll definitely be that big. It might even be a little bit bigger. So as soon as everything's finished, I am going to get that out because we do use blankets at home. So yeah. it's a shame. It's just stuck upstairs in a bag may as well be used may as well be used so Good. that's one of the things i'm gonna gonna um, tackle first and i found the other day my very first sock so i have a i have a hoe that's and that looks really easy to replicate as well yeah i i have i've lost the pattern for it but then i found it again but i'm not sure where it is again but I'm, i've put it somewhere safe so it is somewhere yeah but i was quite impressed actually it's quite neat i don't do my heels like that anymore just plain stocking stitch i tend to do the slip, slip, slip yeah. stitch heel but i will replicate that one and do do the socking stitch heel but they fit nice so you're gonna get them for me but i'd like to just okay. get that finished off it's all about the socks at the moment. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't buy this yarn now. No. It's a bit not even my colours, but at the time I just thought, oh yeah, a ball of sock yarn, that's what I need, because I didn't really know. No. I would say, if you have never crocheted a pair of socks, give it a whirl, and the Eastern socks out of crochet are actually, if, if you're an intermediate crochet, you'd be able to do that, and they are so nice on your feet. On Monday, when I just wanted a little chill out, so I um, unloaded the car on Monday after yarn deal, and I spent Monday afternoon drinking tea, knitting on the charity shop socks, under a blanket, and I watched Dirty Dancing. That was my Monday <laughs> afternoon. That sounds perfect. Oh my word, I loved it. And, and I went to my sock drawer in the morning, and I was like, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Which socks am I going to? And my, um, my crochet project ones were there. I was like, you're the fellows. You're... You're going on my feet, you're my Brilliant. little comfort socks. Yeah, it's so, just yeah. gone a little bit chilly now in the UK. I know uh, a lot of listeners are from different parts of the world, so the weather's changed ever so yeah. slightly. I have got a sleeveless top on today, but really I've got a little cowl on. Yeah. I haven't got socks on today, but I got my slippers out the other day for the first time since the summer really and yeah I quite like it I like getting wrapped up um, and now that I've had to move upstairs um, into the wool nest to work on a daily basis I need to get out uh, my warmers and yep. slippers all my scarves I've been wrapped up in yeah. a blanket and everything we have all heating up there but it's quite cold I, yeah. and I tend not to put it if I'm in the house on my own I don't put the heating no, on I don't. just yeah. like, <laughs> become like the yeah. Michelin with loads and loads of uh, layers on I prefer to stay warm without the heating mm. at, at night time when you're sat and you're together it's quite nice to feel cosy but yeah. in the day I'd rather just get up move around put an extra layer on it makes you tired I think if you've got heating on as well yeah, it, can day, it can, can kind of although I, knock you oh, I just love that on a weekend when it's blown a gale outside yeah. and just the heating on your sat, just chilling out, just love it. Oh, makes me very happy. That we've got, um, we have a log burner in our dining room. It's got an oven on the top, which means that we can make pizzas in it, and it makes wow. amazing pizzas. But you never want, like, we've got an outdoor pizza oven as well, but that's a pain in the backside to light, mm -hmm. and Matthew has to do that. And so to me, autumn means homemade pizzas inside the house fire going cat in front of the fire we've got a big 
um, metal kettle as well that just sits on the fire all day long make a pot of soup shove that on the fire on the on the hob it's got a hob top and an oven and the wood burner underneath and I just to me that's autumn is getting all of that stuff out and having good home cooked food in a really toasty house and our cat is like there going <laughs> I'm not moving <laughs> you barely get into shoveling pizzas because there's a cat in front of it so, so yeah Aww. so yeah hopefully we'll have more whips to share with you next time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Although get I can't back into our little, little quite a lot. There's been a lot going yes, on. Yes, definitely. And you know, for so long the whips we haven't been able to show you, but a take two is so yeah. close now. Yeah. It's fantastic. One of the things I meant to mention, I, I really love this. There was a um two two ladies actually um individually. One of them saw one of my projects and said, What is that yarn? And I told her I said they're exhibiting here, this mm-hmm. is where they are. She went straight away to go and buy that yarn in anticipation of the book coming out. So <laughs> I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. And then another lady, it was the same um, shawl actually, and she bought some yarn from Sylvan Tiger and she said, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I just really loved it. I checked the meterage and I said, you can make that with it. And she was like, perfect. That's, that's what I'm doing then. I'm going to make yeah. um, your shawl when your book comes out, out of that Brilliant. yarn. She was, And she was really pleased because... She bought this yarn which she completely loved, but she could she could visualise how the yarn would transpose to the shawl, and that's that's good. Good, that yeah. sounds great. So yes, so we've talked about uh, feeding the habit a little bit. Hmm. We've got the yarn club out of the way. So in terms of purchases i've bought a few little things do you want to go first yeah <laughs> so i know faye's already showed you her bag but look i have one too so i bought one of faye's sock bags that says i'm growing socks in here and as faye said earlier there's a lovely little ribbon tag on it and it tells you how to look after the project bag so how to wash it and it also says Made by made in Cheshire by Martine and Martine's my friend. Yeah. I, I said to her because and I, so I print nice. those ribbons and I said, Do you want your name on it? And she was like, Yeah. Yeah. I so said, well we'll just put made in Cheshire by Martine. She's made up that her name is on the project bags. So Faye designed the bags. Martine, our friend, sewed them up. Then another friend, Ross does the embroidery. Does the embroidery, that's her business called yeah. Parish Designs. So yeah, and then I'm using it. So all of this, it's as is, UK as I can make it. Yeah, and local, if we could just even UK, well, if we could just grow linen, that would be one hundred percent UK bag. But yeah, absolutely perfect. So then, I luckily, found my my socks. Ready to go in your socks? Yep. <laughs> It'd be nice if they were growing in there, and I woke up one morning <laughs> and there was another sock in there. Wouldn't it? That would be great. So that's one of my purchases this month that I bought those at the hand dyeing workshop. They yeah. had a, a stand there selling some of the products where I also bought this handy little square which is one of <laughs> Kate's uh, one of Faye's tension squares. So basically when I'm doing my design work I always have to check the tension and put it in the pattern so that readers can replicate so this is absolutely perfect because what you do, it's a square um, with the centre cut out and it has centimetres noted along the edges. So you can literally 
place the square flat, yeah, straight, straight onto flat your onto your swatch instead of having to find like a hard ruler, which I can never find when I need yeah. one, because if the ruler isn't hard, then you might not get the, the right, um, you might not pin out your pins to the right place. So then you put hard ruler on, you'd pin out 10 centimetres and then do it lengthways as well. So you've got a square, count your stitches. It can be quite hard to decide yeah, where the pin is. Like, is that a stitch? Do I count that? Yeah. Whereas with, Especially the, in crochet. with the square, you literally can place it flat on and you can just clearly see how many to count. It's amazing. That was it's another brilliant. massive seller at Yarn Deal. People are really getting the message about doing mm. swatches and gauges and really getting yeah. to the right product. And you also it's have amazing. a smaller one, don't you, that yeah. does two inch square. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was another purchase of mine, which I haven't used yet, but I will be using that regular. And then the final purchase from Space. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like a knitted crafting brochure. These are my purchases, yeah, and I yeah. wanted. I've been wanting them for ages, so I was really excited because as soon as I saw the little scissor sheath, yeah, yeah I've really wanted one. So I bought some really nice scissors. Can you hear them? Yeah, they're bad. really sharp. They're Italian made as well. They're really good quality. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But they're quite pointy. So that's perfect because if I slide on the little cover, which is leather and stitch really beautifully, it's like an oxblood leather. Yeah. It'll sort of fits nicely onto my scissors. But also, yeah, they realised actually as well that you can slide them onto the ends of your needles. So the little cover, the leather cover, also is a needle cover. And if you use um, little circulars for your um, sock knitting, there's a little space at the back and oh, it will fit to your circulars in the back. Yep. How exciting. So yeah, uh, the problem with me is I buy really nice things and then I don't, I put them in a little bag and it's like, I put them to the side and think, oh, oh they're nice. special. <laughs> yeah, I like you. Use them. But I'm going to actually use them and get them out and use them because yeah. these are perfect, these little snippy scissors yeah. for snipping off ends quite close to your, to your crochet and yeah. that. The, the leather sheets are really hard to come by actually. They're lovely. Um, I get them from a German company and they're right. manufactured in Germany mm -hmm. but actually I know from reading various blogs on the internet you can get them over from America but um, it's difficult to get really good quality leather ones in the right sizes so that's why I started stocking them. So that's my little Nissy Tucky crafted haul. Thank okay. um, Another thing that I bought was um, a new quarterly little magazine called Toft Quarterly yeah. from Toft to celebrate their 10th anniversary I think it was all to do with it was launched um, when they were celebrating the 10th anniversary so it costs £8 and there's about 10 patterns in there yeah. for knitting and crochet so you get a good mix of both so there's a knitted hat there's a crochet hat there's a knitted snood crocheted one a blanket for knitters just all sorts, there's a little crochet yeah. dog in there, and there's, um, Kerry Lord has a new book out called um, Edward's Imaginarium, and it's all like little creatures, it's yeah. very cute. It's and like a flip book, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's an amazing concept. What? So it's splitting it's the really pages, cool. cut into three, so the children, you can get children's little games where you twist and the tummy is a different 
person's tummy or you twist the head round and it makes different combinations of a person it's that concept so you can choose your head choose your body choose your legs and choose your arms so there's just thousands i think it says a million combinations on the back and apparently yeah. somebody has checked it and there are and there would be yeah yeah there would be so I bought that for eight pounds, which was brilliant. That's nice. It's nice really lovely it? publication. It's nice. Now it has a really nice feel to it. So yeah, I'm sure I'll be making things from there. So that was another little purchase. We'll, we'll put photos of all of this mm -hmm. stuff up on the show notes. And then my Yarndale purchase were two tins of farmers hand cream that Rachel Atkinson was selling on her daughter of a shepherd yeah. um, stand. So it's. Welsh lavender, it's all um, organic. Oh, and that smells if you, nice. If you put some on your hand, it really smells nice. And what I like about this is that I'm quite funny with hand creams because sometimes I put hand cream on and I do need to use it quite a lot. I think the yarn sometimes makes your hands Ooh, a bit rough. That smells lovely. And some hand creams dry my hands out somehow. I don't know how that works. I seem to it doesn't seem to make them nice and soft it just makes them worse whereas this does actually make them nice do you and know soft. what it's made in wheels as well go on it's at booth wells which is oh, where wonderful wheels is held absolutely brilliant yeah and it was four pounds that's so that all four pounds so i bought myself wow. one and i bought my mother-in-law that's one. lovely that was a really nice purchase oh okay yeah bought these little mini skeins from um, Nick when we did the yarn dyeing workshop which we'll talk about soon I bought three little mini skeins just because I really like the sort of orangey grey brownie combination yeah. of this and I found a grey one that seemed to match and not sure what I'm going to make with it I, I think that's I in the, the Chelford so actually yeah. it's got nylon in it as well so you can so use it for socks. socks that's what I was thinking so yeah I really like those 75 grams you've got there as well so yeah. you probably could do contrast um cuff rim. Um, oh, that's yeah. what i was thinking yeah and you get Just a pair of socks out of yeah that. i think they were three pounds three pounds each or thereabouts so yeah yeah so you don't that. done so as part of the feeding the rabbit habit um quite a bit of the yarn that i've got came from well, three main sources. One of them was the yarn dye workshop, so we may as well talk about that now. Um, so the way that I'd set it up, I just wanted to generally test and see how much work was involved in doing a workshop and whether it's something that I would maybe want to pull together as part of the business. Um, but also because I run Wool Gathering Sandbatch, I knew that there was a certain amount of interest in doing yarn dyeing. And when I went to the Caithness crafts retreat I met up with Nick and she's a yarn dyer and she's also an ex-teacher so I thought that's a really good combination for somebody being able to run a workshop on yarn dyeing and I've got a local hall over the way from my house and I rented that out and we had a really good day and um, 10 till 4 everybody dyeing up yarn what was really lovely <laughs> was because they're all friends of mine they're people that come to wool gathering everyone helped to set up and do take yeah, down as well so because yeah. it was all friends there I didn't feel like I had the same amount of pressure as yeah. although you were all paying customers I did it as a not-for-profit workshop but so to be fair Faye when we arrived Faye had baked the most delicious <laughs> cakes that were gluten-free it was a really good fun workshop and the the way that we did it is um 
under the price you got a certain amount of yarn and um, but we also uh, set it up so that if you had that special hank of yarn um, undyed that you thought you might get to at some point but you weren't that sure about yarn dyeing then you could bring that along as well and so um, Becca who comes to wool gathering had just recently discovered that she couldn't wear alpaca her loss <laughs> oh, so wow. I um, I essentially bought it from her and then I dyed it up so this was my alpaca I don't even know it was the day was such a blur it wasn't really I had wasn't no it? idea but it's in these beautiful kind of sunset oranges and I think I'm gonna make quite a chunky yeah, cowl with that. that so I've kind of earmarked stuff of course, um, I dyed the stuff that the fugly socks have been made out yeah. of, which I, I, I'm being mean about them, but I really love them. And then I dyed some purple stock as well. Because I was um, kind of organising the workshop and participating, I didn't have that much time to yeah. make up my own dye pots, so I was like just nabbing everybody else's and saying, can you do enough stock so that I can add yeah. 100 grams, 50 grams, 25 grams? So Jill was doing. I think we all tried to do that a little bit rather than just waste all the dye. Yes. Use the same, you know, work yeah. together so that we were using the same batches. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I have something similar to the yeah. the teal, and I have something similar to your fugly socks. The, yeah. The bluey navy blue colour. I have yeah. that as well. Although my fuglies were my oh, you mean the purple and yeah. Yeah. The, what I also thought was interesting was I'd dyed two skeins in yellow and hated them. I did as well. I did a yellow. And then oh, I overdyed. So um, one of the things I overdyed went to green. I've got one. Yeah, yeah. I've got that one the same. For what I love is you I still get elements of yellow, yeah. so it's got a real kind of spring green colour to it. So I like the fact that you get the yellow tonally underneath it and then there's quite bright green. So having gone from what I thought was semi-disaster, yeah. I actually pulled it right back. I think we just dropped it into a pot. Yeah, we and just, and just because I said, oh, I don't know why I've done this yellow. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And actually the cuff of the fuglies um, was yellow as well. And oh, dropped it? it? Yeah, I dropped okay. it into a purple pot and yeah. that's what happened to that. So I've got lots of teals, lots of purples. Not because they're particularly colours that I wanted, but because they were the dye pots yeah, that were there. I like, the same do, thing. Do, yeah. The one that I really did want to dye is I got this really... I think the nicest way that I can put it is rustic wool. And it is 100% wool. I got it at Wonder Wool Wheels in, two, in 2015. And so what I did was dyed up, I think, about 10 skeins of it. I still need to cake it up. But what I'm going to do is make a big mat for in here for in the girl office remember you're buying this now yeah yeah like bags of yeah. it for a tenner so i dyed a yeah. load of it up and then i'm probably going to hold it two-stranded did you do this at the workshop yeah ah. i literally just kept on yeah. plonking skins falling so i've got it in the ingredients and i'm going to create a rug pattern for it and That's make nice. a rug for yeah. in here so that Depending on where we're standing for doing the podcast, today we're sat down, next time round we might be standing up. Then I wanted just to have a nice cushiony mm-hmm. rug to stand on. So these two combined will become, well not just these two, but it'll be like these. I've probably got about 500 grams of it. Yeah. Will become a rug. And then I also bought, um, Nick brought a stand as well. 
and I bought one of her skins. I was say I like that one. Which nice. I really love. Mm-hmm. It kind of very autumnal again, it goes into peachy oranges and into a kind of browny green colour. Not quite chartreuse, but kind of getting there. Um, and again, I think that's on the Chelford base, which I could use for socks. But the reality is I've got enough meterage there, I think, to do a mm. nice um, shawl from. Yeah, definitely. The, the yeah. workshop was great fun. It was really good fun. And we all bought extra yarn. So within the workshop yeah. cost, you, you got, I think it was four mini skeins. And yeah, 25 grams each. Uh, was it 100 or 150? And 50. 50, that was it. And so you think, oh, well, I'll... I'll have a few more, you know, yeah. and we all ended up in mounds of yarn to dye. We didn't really need to buy any more, but yeah, we, we did different types of dyeing. So there was, um, the, we did some in the microwave, we hand painted some, didn't yeah. we? We dip dyed, so dip made dyed, up the dye, and then you dipped dip yep. your yarn in. So you, if you had two colours, you, you passed it between two different pots of colour. We kettle dyed on the hob. Yeah. yeah, so there were like three different, three or four yeah, different ways. It was nice to, to do three different ways. I particularly yeah. love the hand. I like the hand. Dying. Um, because you can be as precise or as loose mm-hmm. as you want with it. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, that was how we made the fuglies. Yeah. Um, the, the orange coloured of the fuglies. And I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think great. I will run another one on natural dyeing okay. techniques. That sounds good. And then I'm also going to run one on null binding, hopefully. And maybe um, I've got a couple of people signed up, so one on hand um, needle felting yeah. and one on wet felting. Yeah, I fancy wet felting, actually. Mm. I've not done that before. So, yeah, watch this yeah. space. And, do, and I don't know if I'll just do that as a closed group thing, but do you know what? If anyone, if any listeners live locally and they're interested in yeah. going to workshops, mm-hmm. just drop me a bell because... It's as much, it's a bit cheeky, but I may as well set up a workshop that I really want to learn. Yeah, of course you do. I just love learning new techniques. Yeah, and then I get to do it, but also I get to offer it out to other people. But yeah, it was a fantastic day. It was nice to meet Nick, because I've kind of met Nick a few times here and there, but it was nice to meet her properly, and then we saw her again at Yarndale. Yeah. So that was really nice. Yeah, it was great. So that was the workshop, and kind of purchases yep. so now we have phase all the purchases <laughs> so then I went <laughs> then I went on the Great London Yarn Crawl which was fantastic fun so I met Jen Arkins in London and we had another lady Jenny who was our host so you are in groups and I was in Team Kitchener and we met just outside Liberties and then we had a set programme of shops that we were going to so for us it was um, we were meant to visit three and that was Liberties at London and then um, Sharpworks mm-hmm. um, but because we were all quite fleet of foot and we all knew London and we were quite mobile we actually managed to get into Loop as well. Brilliant. So in Liberties I don't think I bought I think I got a massively reduced ball of Rowan which was down to two pounds. Do they what do they sell in Liberties? I haven't ever been actually so do they sell Fabric is their, fabric. their main. So they do. It's, it's a department store, but okay. their main crafting element is all of their own fabric. It's beautiful, you know. It's quite. Oh yeah. It's, it's quite distinctive yeah, as well. Yeah. Liberty fabric. So they have fabric. got some yarn, but it tends to be, um, Rowan. Okay. They had a few others as well, but quite. No, it's just Andrew, but quite standard stuff, yeah. quite commercial mm-hmm. yarn. They're 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 not yeah. like the other shops mm-hmm. within London. 
Um, but I managed to get Jenny a pair of circular needles that she can use from um, socks. And I got this one ball of Rowan. And then we went on to Inet London. And they have got um, Wensley Day Long Wool from the Sheep Shop, which okay. I really like. Now, I eyed this up as one of my yarns for the um, for Take Two for okay. our book. But I decided that I'd already used um, Wensley Day Long Wool Hair Mix, and that it's not everybody's idea to use mm -hmm. this type of yarn. So I shied away from it and I didn't order any. And so instead, when I was in there, nice I picked colours, up two. Yeah. And I really love the really colour nice. combination. So it's very much a kind of light coral orangey pink and a charcoal grey. And they do it in, I think it's four plat and the DK. And I picked up the DK. And each, um, it's really decent meterage. So the DK for 100 grams has got 235 metres. That's good. And it was £9.50. Mm -hmm. And it's um, made up in North Yorkshire. And it's That's spun up quite there good, as well. Isn't it? Quite good value. I thought it was a good pricing point. If you wanted to have a look at it, um, Isla at Brit Yarn actually sells this in her online okay. shop as well. So go and check that out. I don't think I need London have an online shop, do they? They just I'm not sure. don't think so. I think they just I think they're physical. very much a mm. bricks and mortar. Mm -hmm. And then and then <laughs> where did we go? We went to Sharpworks and they had feel that, that I love this. I've got some of this. The home. most amazing alpaca mm. I have ever yeah. touched in my life and I've seen it in um it's gorgeous I think black sheep do juniper moon they do yeah and um, but they also yeah it's they so do soft. it's so soft it's unbelievable it's, it's I incredible. think I made a pair of bed socks in it yeah or a commission once not long ago I've got them back actually so and so again these guys do it in a four ply and a DK and I went for the DK because I, I think it's I probably want this thick, to be quite, yeah, a, it's quite a nice cowl. It almost say it's a bit like an iron. Quite thick. And I think it's just plump, isn't it? Yeah. And they call it a pure extra fine baby alpaca. Mm -hmm. So if you remember for the last time I was talking about royal alpaca and then yeah. baby alpaca is the next one up. So it's in that range of um micron. And it's incredible, 100 grams is 200 metres, so slightly less meterage than the Wensley deal, but incredibly soft with slight tonal um, changes, as you would expect from alpaca, because of the, the blend of yeah. the um, fibres. So I didn't need them, but Sharpworks actually were really, they were so lovely in there, yeah. and I would go back um, to that shop again, I would actually... Um, happily go back to Sharpworks because they had a really nice mix and um, as part of the yarn crawl we got 10% off really? so that was really cool and then of course because we'd spent around our first three shops even having had about an hour nod over for lunch in a nice bar we had time to go to Loop and I visit Loop fairly regularly because it's um, it's only a couple of tube stations up from London Euston which is where the crew train comes into so it used to be that when I was working if I was in London and I had a little bit of layover time I could just speed mm -hmm. up like even within an hour if I had an hour to spare I could get from Euston to loop have a look and, and get back, back down from yeah. the train in time but Jenny the lady who was our host um, I'd been showing on the train over to Sharpworks a specific um, shawl that I want to do which creates almost like a colour work effect but um, it's just by slipping stitches, so you don't have the hassle of doing colour work. Yeah. 
so she said she would help me when we got to loop she would help me pick out some Madeleine Tosh to Absolutely. do it yeah. <gasps> and we were there for quite some time picking out and again loop gave a 10% discount for Brilliant. anyone that was on the Great London Yarn Crawl so I picked out two what I think will be very complimentary colours for this specific shawl and I was I was that way that I was like I don't need any more wool and then I saw it and she was picking out colours and I was totally being enabled and I was like I need, <laughs> I need more and I have to have enough to do this shawl and also the shawl had called for um, Madeleine Tosh, Tosh Menino light so I yeah. know it's the right mm-hmm. yarn and I, you know me, I have no issues with doing subs but for this one I really wanted it to yeah. have these tonal shifts this so yeah. so, like so chuffed with range that range of teals and yeah. so this is what I'm going to cast on it's a knitted shawl but I'm mm-hmm. going to cast this on when I've finished my two Ankias and the dark one is worn denim and the other one is called moon glow I quite like that mm. nice so, combination yes yeah. so that was um great london yarn crawl we all ended up back in a pub and they did a live podcast oh, um, great. session and there were door prizes and yeah it was it was really good fun i would thoroughly recommend it if you're thinking about it for next year i think it's always in september go and do it you'll meet loads of new people and it was just really lovely to be in with that community the yarny community and how many people roughly were there for i reckon across all of the teams probably about 150 people that i saw back in the pub and not everybody will have gone back to the pub and quite a few designers were there quite a few of the yarn dyers were there so i think erica had a pop-up shop didn't she she did she was at nest and erica was meant to be coming down to the pub to do a q a session but Mm -hmm. got called back to brighton right so um linda stepped in and did it instead and linda is from I want to say Eden Cottage, and it's not Eden Cottage Yarns, and I cannot remember. Oh, um, the Kettle Kettle Yarn Company. So she stepped mm-hmm. in instead and did a really nice interview for the um, for the podcast, for their podcast. And within my little yarn crawl goodie bag, I got two minis. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And some little stitch marks. Yeah. A little owl. That's lovely. So the owl very, about yarn. Yeah, so the purple one is out about yarn, and then the very variegated one is from Third Vault Yarns. And I, I got some of her dated. stuff mm-hmm. when I was at Fibre East, which is also destined to be another project. <laughs> <laughs> and then two more Yarndale. Nick, who did the yarn dyeing workshop, um, had um, said that she would provide me with a skein of one of her bases so that I could make up another variation of one of my, of the shawl that I've done for the book. So this one is called Sassanach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to remake uh, Colosseum in this because I just think it, it will be beautiful. Yeah. It's got yeah. really gorgeous sea-coloured tonal shifts and I think it will just look amazing in that. And then the one stall that I did manage to get was, of course, did 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 Jamarbin. <laughs> um, I had like ten minutes out when Cassie kind of yes, said she'd yeah. look after the stall, and as I walked out and up around the corner, Juliet was running down, running away from someone, and nearly bumped into me. And I was like, "Hello!" And I'd seen her earlier on the Saturday morning, but it, you know this was late on the Friday off on the Sunday afternoon, and so we walked over and went to her stall. 
and I got some knit by numbers because I've got a design idea for this one mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of. So, and their menino is beautiful, really, really gorgeous. I, I actually think that would be my go to if I had to go and get merino for something, yeah. I would go straight to John because it's organically farmed. Mm. He deals directly with the farmer. It comes from the Falkland Falkland. Islands. Yeah. And it's £10 for 100 grams. The pricing point That's is incredible. Yeah. And he spends it himself. See, so, I'd buy that at £10. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just amazing stuff. And the first time I used it was on the lavender heads mm. and the I minute like I started knitting I was like wow that's soft texture of it is really mm. really lovely so that's mm. it it's rather a lot of stuff that is a lot I actually day. think you know how I had a self-imposed yarn diet in August yeah apart from going down to yarn podium in November I think I'm going to try and see it out until the end of the year yeah I don't think you need anything so else. much stuff mm. it would have to be really special for mm. me to want to get something else now mm. I've got so much beautiful stuff to go out there yeah but you know yarn podium yeah <laughs> but other than other than that I think I'm going to not be buying any more yarn yeah unless there's a very specific project so I've got a baby blanket that I might have to do something for yeah but hopefully not, and I can do it from stash. Yeah. So between here and the end of the year, we'll see. There again. should okay. be yeah. a lot less feeding yeah. the habit for me, and it might be books and other stuff, project yeah. bags, yeah. rather than yarn. Yeah. But that's it. Love it. Fantastic. So yeah, I feel quite. Um, I'm replete. I'm yarn replete. Fab. So that's our yarn stashes well feeding the habit mine's not necessarily yarn but other little bits and bobs yeah. so yeah if you've bought anything yourselves and you want to share it with us just pop on yeah. to Ravelry put pictures on there it'd be great if you bought anything unusual and Instagram nice. as well yeah. um, we are for Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest we are crochet underscore circle and just tag us yeah. um, in the photo as crochet underscore circle yeah because um, I love to see what everyone's up yeah. to, and, and quite a few people have started it. to tag us as well. And they're really, yeah. I really like that aspect. Yeah, it's good. Being Getting a bit more involvement, aren't we now? Yeah. Um, what I would say is we are looking at doing a meet up at your emporium. Sadly, you can't come because you've got family no, commitments. Yeah, yeah. It's on Sunday the sixth in London. I think tickets are available now, and I think they might just announce what the workshops are. So. After we finish recording, I'll be yeah, quickly going to see what the workshops are. Um, but I think we're looking at a Sunday morning um, crochet circle meetup, and a few that of us are going good. to be there. Yeah, so I haven't nice. yet defined what um, what time we're meeting up, but there will be a little podcaster meetup if mm-hmm. anyone fancies having a brew, a slice of cake, and sitting and doing some crocheting. Sounds nice. Jenarkins is coming. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, a few other. Helen, who did the three from the top review, oh, is going to be there. I think Karine's going to be there. And um, Rachel, who did the bags, Rachel King Gifts. Yes, she, she said she was going, going to be, be there. there well, so. I would to meet Rachel, but yeah. maybe, maybe another time. But we would love more of you if you're London based or you're thinking about coming to your emporium, you're not sure which day, come on the Sunday, come and meet, come and say hello. Exciting. Sophie, what's good? What have you got to look forward to over the next month? Well, I'm going to go retro to what was good. And it was quite full on getting stuff ready for yarn deal. I wouldn't say it was stressful because I try not to get my knickers in a twist about stuff. I try to keep quite level-headed and assess the situation. 
But what was good was that one of the ways that I was able to stay positive and quite upbeat was I binge watched somebody else's podcast. And it's the loveliest lady called um, Tilly Trout. <laughs> and I love her. She's in Norfolk and she's just always so happy and upbeat and you, she just comes on she's a little ray of sunshine you go hello it's tilly trout here <laughs> and i just she just kept me going through all of my yarndale preparation didn't watch any other podcasts didn't watch any tv i did a massive um great british bake-off update yeah. the other night because i hadn't seen any of that for about four weeks and um yeah tilly was just there as my little constant companion keeping me upbeat always being really positive i think positive. that's a great thing about podcasts you can listen to them while you're actually doing things yeah. you don't have to sit down and watch mm-hmm. you can just listen so and great. um tilly actually does quite a lot of crochet like us she crochets and knits she's more knitting focused than crochet but she does quite a lot of crochet and she makes up quite a few of her own blanket designs and uh yeah i would encourage you if you like youtube um, visual podcasts check out Trilly if you just if you're having a khaki day and you want to feel better <laughs> go and watch Tilly and her mad dogs and just like she's so lovely so that was what was good for me was That's just good. somebody yeah. else getting inspiration mm-hmm. and positivity from somebody else's podcast that was really nice well I had um something that I've had a little change at home this week so I've moved all of my stuff I think basically the house was just completely full of stuff for Yarndale. It was everywhere and it was awful. And I think a couple of times when I was out and I'd left the house in a tip and, it, and I'm quite a tidy person. Mm. So if I say it was in a tip, it was in a property. And I think the neighbours came round. One of our neighbours came round a couple of times to sort something out. And I think my husband was a bit embarrassed. <laughs> I thought, oh, Daisy, <laughs> the house is a tip and somebody's come and yeah. seen it. So I thought, right, come on, let's get organised. And plus my husband was just completely fed up of stuff everywhere. He's like, you know, can we sort this out somehow? So I moved all of my stuff upstairs. I was like a mad woman on Monday morning. I'm like, right, let's get all this Do sorted it. out. I mean, pretty much a lot of it has been chucked on the bed. I'll sort through it. But mm. a lot of other stuff I've put into boxes and tidied it up. Moved my desk, uh, moved stuff off my desk so that I've got somewhere to sit. Got my computer up there bought a chair with a supportive back so that I can sit on it and yeah I'm up there now my husband just keeps shouting are you okay up there (laughs) yes I'm fine it's your little space so it's it's actually better me being in here here. it's better because before I'd been making something and I'd be designing something up and I'd be thinking oh I could do with such and such oh I can't be bothered to go and find it I wouldn't go and get it and I'd just carry on do something different yeah. now I'm there I'm in and the room all in one everything's space. there yeah. I can just put it on the table doesn't matter if I don't put it back I can do that later yeah. I go downstairs and the house is all tidy I'm thinking why didn't I do this before yeah so I'm and quite pleased actually it's, it's yeah. Really, yeah. I'm quite pleased so that was my what's good but there was another very small what's good taking my van back after Yarndale mm-hmm. so we had a load of stuff to take to the tip so we filled the van up my husband came we took that to the tip and then I went to take the van back oh I took my husband home and went to take the van back driving along through Congleton and I nearly crashed because I saw a wool shop what <laughs> well that was exactly my response I was like oh 
I've got another little one. I will shop. No, I don't believe this. I, well, I couldn't actually physically just stop the van, but I almost did an emergency called? stop. I think it's called the craft room. Straight but onto it Google. must be really new because I've never ever seen it before and I went to the dentist three times last week so I didn't see it then so she must have literally just opened on that day maybe it was on. one day so probably but I am going to go in and going to say hello um, mm. and have a little nosy back brilliant and I'll feed back next time We're, we are video. a little bit starved for nothing there's nothing around here and I'm there's one in Holmes Chapel which is it's not bad five yeah. ten mile, ten miles away and then nothing black sheep walls so that's yeah. why we always talk about black sheep walls and black sheep walls is about 30 miles away yeah it's so not it's, it takes me a good half an yeah. hour to get there it takes me about yeah i'd say about 40 minutes yeah. really you know half an hour yeah so it's quite a distance so i'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed that she does sell some nice yarns in there that would be lovely it would be nice but we'll see yeah. anyway yeah so I'm, I'm gonna have another what's good Go on. I'm I'm having a day off tomorrow, um, and Saturday I'm having two days off, and um, Matthew and my dad are going to watch a gig. They're off to see the Kills up in Glasgow. Okay. Matthew and my dad got on really really mm -hmm. well, so they love going to gigs. That I wouldn't necessarily want to go to, and they go out and have beers together yeah, while nice. wine in my dad's that's case. Really nice. It is. It's lovely. Yeah. I would hate yeah. to be in a situation where. My, because my dad means so much to me, I'd hate to be in a place where my dad didn't like my husband and yeah. vice versa. It's so awkward, I feel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I feel it, really it happy that they get on. Yeah. What's better is I'd sent him um, yesterday our train times and said, this is what time we're coming in. So he's having a day off as well. My yeah, dad works. Me. I think I work hard. My dad works even harder. It, ridiculous amounts of hours. He also runs his own company. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's having a day off. My nephew has just moved to Glasgow and started college up there so he's coming to meet us as well but I get a phone call from my dad in the morning you know that thing when your parents phone you at odd times yeah, and, and you think panic. something's happened yeah. what is going on and he said I've just been looking up your train times I was like yeah and he said I'll come and meet you at um, Central Station I was like that's great and he said now I've been on the internet there are quite a few wool shops oh, in Glasgow he was like some of them you won't want to know about but there are two that I think you'll really like. And I was like, uh-huh. I said, is one of them called Queen of Pearls? Yes. And I said, is the other one Cake of Yarns? And he was like, yes. And I was like, excellent. They're the ones I've got earmarked too. And he said, well, do I not need to send you this email then? I was like, That's no. That's so nice that your dad has thank you. taken the trouble to... He's a good daddy, That's I tell really you. He's old. a keeper. Yeah. Um, Aww, this is sweet. one. He also like will bring me wool well back. He's. I said to him... He's going to Iceland in two weeks' time, and I said, "When uh, are you just taking hand luggage?" Like, no. I said, "Are you taking a big enough suitcase that you can bring me back wool?" Yes, but I'm not going to Reykjavik. I was like, "No, but you are going to Vic." He was like, "Yes, I'm going to Vic." I said, "Well, you know, there's a wool shop in Vic, and I might just have a little bit of an order for you." <laughs> so, so at this contravenes you're not buying any more I know, but my dad will buy it for me and I'll pay him back and it's so affordable to get it from Iceland and bring it back yeah. over here it's rude mm -hmm. like that um the blanket that I've yeah. done for the book cost me I think it was something like 60 pounds wow, in wool to do that amazing. and it's because it's, it's huge, huge and, and heavy. it's heavy and mm. it's a, it's just lovely mm. so I kind of feel like I need to top up my Alaphos Loki reserves I don't, 
But, you know, my dad's in Iceland, so why wouldn't I? Sounds so great more of what's good. There's just been so much good stuff happening, I thought I'd add that in too. Yeah, that sounds great. And, uh, oh crap, because I am now going to two yarn shops at the weekend. Hmm. Hmm. Never mind. Just hide it. We won't talk just about pretend. it. I won't ask. I see. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask. Let's I won't not ask. do feeding the rabbit. We won't do feeding the rabbit next time, Faye, and then you don't. <laughs> Although, to be you fair, don't fess up. they would have to have something quite. I like buying unusual stuff that yeah. I can't just get yeah. everywhere else. So, they, they might have some unusual hand yeah. stuff. And cake, cake of yarn does exactly what it says on the tin. They do yarn and cake. Oh. So, I might mm. even entice Matty and my dad in. Yeah, that would be nice. They mm. could have a sit down, have a cake and a coffee, and, and I can you can yarn shop. And squidge and, yeah. and eat cake yeah. too. And because, frankly, if you ever want to lose weight, just do a, do a show, do an exhibition. I didn't eat a I don't think I ate for three days properly. Uh, I think I've lost about a stone, so now I'm justified to cake. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So that's it, Faye. I think we're done for this month. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you. Can I just say one more thing, which is um, somebody picked us up on it. If you haven't seen our show notes, they're really comprehensive, and just go to www.thecrochetcircle.podbean.com and that's where you'll find all the information. So we had one lovely listener that um, she was listening through iTunes or Stitcher so she hadn't known about the um, about the show notes so she went back to the beginning and listened to them all again and oh, read them brilliant. with the show notes so she's ah, she's double yeah. she's done a double dunter with this and, and our show notes are really comprehensive we put a lot we of put, time yeah. and effort so please go and yeah. read them because we put lots of lovely photos up there and we do all the all links, the links all the design about, links yeah. everything's in there and, uh, and yeah. Da- yeah, down the side, down the as you look at your screen on Podbean, down the right-hand column of the screen will be the links to the individual um, podcasts. So you yeah. should be able to click on it, get the show notes, rather than have to scroll all the way down on the screen. You can just use the uh, links at the side. Yeah. So, Done. thank you, Faye. Another whopper. Yeah, another whopper. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.